Food is everything we are. It's an extension of nationalist feeling, ethnic feeling, your personal history, your province, your region, your tribe, your grandma. It's inseparable from those from the get-go. And this is Wright Vernon with the Lost in the Midlands podcast, sponsored by Midland Stumpster Services and Seawright Roofing. And today I'm here with a special guest. He is an entrepreneur. He is a networker. He is an artist and a chef. Mr. Ben Chong with Gringo Ninja Private Chef Service. Thanks for coming on, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I am uh, super fired up to hear about everything that's going on now. We're in the middle of y'all's busy season, the holidays. I can tell you're a little tired. You've been cranking it out. Good for you. And uh, But before we get into your business, kind of what's going on now, I love to dive into people's background, kind of what got you to you know, today's um, success. This journey that I've been on, yeah. food, I love food. And food is a way we connect with almost everyone. Yeah. And sometimes when we're in the restaurant, we lose that a lot. You know, as chefs, we don't get to see the people that we serve. We don't get to see um, the enjoyment. We only hear complaints 90% of the time. Yeah. And so being able to do this and um, starting the private chef business that we did, we got to take away a lot of that wall and we get to focus on people one-on-one. And that's kind of like something that I love. Every job that I've ever had has been talking to people and meeting people and you know, hearing their story, and this is the way I get to share their stories is with my food. You know? Yeah. Like, we get to create things for them, and I get to hear about their lives, their family, which is a big part of what we do, too, is, like, it's not just us cooking for you. It's uh, us being a part of a big event for you. Like, the one that brought me over 100% to doing this, um, I had worked, started working for Topgolf, which was a great company. I thought I was going to retire there. So I went and did this job in Charleston. And I made sushi and hibachi for them. And I went outside to take a quick cleanup real quick, come back, and everybody's crying. And I'm like, oh, my God, is my food that bad? (laughs) And I was like, what did I do? And the lady Uh, pulls me to the side, and she says, hey, I know you think we're weird. I'm really sorry. Um, Your food was amazing. It just brought us back to a place. My father recently passed away. And this is um, the first time we've been together, and this is the food he loved. And that just like, I was like, oh my gosh, to be a part of moments like that. Because a lot of the things we do are events from birthdays to, you know, um, graduations. But we get to be a small part of, of a big event, you know, and it, that brings joy to me. That means to me, like, I'm going to bring my A game because this is a big moment for them. And I don't want us to be lacking the fact that we're there doing this and they're looking at it live and they get to ask questions and we get to interact. Dude, I was, I, I literally, me and the guy who started this company, we were both like, all right, what do we need to do to get me aboard? And we figured everything out. And I told him, hey, look, if I'm going to come, I'm not coming to work for you. I'm coming to go somewhere else and start this and yeah. make my own version of this. And we hit Charlotte, and it was amazing. Like, it was off and running. And then we do a two-hour circle. So we do hit a lot of the other cities around. And um, we couldn't have been more blessed to be as successful as we are right off the jump. Like, unbelievable. Like, I was fearing the worst. And my first, Wait, so when did it start? Uh, a year and a half ago now. No kidding. August, yeah. August was just me and my wife and my two kids moved to Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, we had family there. We were hoping for 12 events. We're like, if we get 12 events, we're good. Yeah. I hit 25 by myself. By myself. Killing it. At next month was even better. We started bringing some people on. And even those guys, like... It's funny, like when I tell chefs about this job, this is what you do. They're like, they don't believe me. They're like, that's what we all dreamed about. 
So, I mean, I, gosh, I can hear the passion, and it sounds like fun, honestly. It sounds like a way more fun version of being a chef. You get that connection. Yeah. I, and another big thing for me is I know how hard the grind is. Yeah. For the two guys that I brought on, like I'm telling them, like, hey, guys, this is going to be way different than anything you've done. You're going to love it. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And um, Adam came on first, and he was the executive chef at Heiss, which is a big brewery in Charlotte. Yeah. And um, he was just burnt out. Like, I mean, he looked real thin, pale. Like, he was working 70 hours a week. They paid him salary. Yeah. You know, and he was working. Even though 70 hours, they were still calling him at home. Yeah. Um, he needed a break. And honestly, I don't think he think, thought he was going to stay with me as long as he stayed. Yeah. Or he's, on, he's still with me. Um, but I swear, it was like a week and a half after. He was like, dude, I love this. Like, <laughs> please don't ever fire me. And I'm like, man, no. This is, For the love and, of God. Yeah. And, <laughs> They make a great living, yeah. but also the time that you spend with your family. Like, I spend a lot of time with my family now. The point to where my wife is like, you need to get out the house so I can get stuff done. <laughs> um, we don't get that as restaurant workers before. Like, we would not have that time to make the amount of money that we needed to support our families. Okay, so your experience in the restaurant industry prior, how many different restaurants had you worked at? I um, only – not – Maybe two main ones, um, but I did almost 20 years there. What, what type of restaurant were they? Japanese steakhouses. Cool. I was a sushi and hibachi guy for the longest time. Wow. Um, mostly Asian-style cuisine. I am Korean, so I do know how to make Korean food. Yeah. Um, ex-wife was Laos, so I learned a lot of that cuisine. So Southeast and, and Asian cuisines have always been like my forte. Yeah. Wow. And you're, you're touching on something I've always kind of thought, like people who work in the kitchen at a restaurant – are working harder than like 99% of people in the world. You're working sometimes seven days a week. You know, you're in a hot space. You know, it's fast paced. You got to be a certain type of person. You got to be like, you got to be type A. You got to be highly motivated and highly energetic. It's either one or the other. Um, the really good guys, um, they, oh man, what's the best way to put this? Um, they convince us like the restaurant that, you know, this is, uh, this is the best, you know, like this is what you have to do, which I don't feel like that's the norm. Yeah. You know, and to, to kill This is your only option. Like you, you, so you feel like you don't have an option. So that's why you you, move up, you uh, move up and then you want to get that restaurant at the end. But you know, the amount of restaurants that fail too, that's why a lot of these guys have gone to food trucks because they want to work for themselves. You know, the, the start off for a restaurant is huge and you're doing all this work for not that some of these, like I've I've been blessed to have a lot of great owners yeah, that yeah. have taught me a lot of business, but a lot of these places that when I talk to you know these other chefs, the treatment they get, the you know like they don't get a lot of like praise. It's either right. like hey man we were behind this week or our sales aren't up or hey look this was bad hey we had this many returns you know that's and that's you know you you can only kick you know kick someone so many times before it's just like hey I'm just gonna show up for work and you know yeah. I don't know how many creative people we might have lost over time you know and just the two guys I have now like. Man, just to see the difference in their cooking, just to see them say, hey, I just made hibachi fried rice and steak and chicken, and I loved every minute of it. And it's the basic food, not basic and chicken, but it's like basic style food. And they yeah. love sushi now because the creativity of what they can do and make is amazing. And when we get like um, the surf and turfs where they can put their own flair on stuff, yeah. and these guys come out the, the woodworks. Like people know me and they're like, oh, 
you know, we want you to come back and look, I'm going to send this guy. You're not going to believe me. This guy is really, really good. And then they text me like, oh, my God, you know, Adam or Caleb was really, really good. This is Wright Brennan, the owner of Seawright Roofing. When it comes to the maintenance of your roof, you want to know that you have an experienced team that knows what they're doing. And with 10 years in the business, we check all the boxes. Leaky roof, storm damage, or just overdue on maintenance, give us a call at 803-828-4181 for a free estimate. Again, that's 803-828-4181. And remember, our commitment is to roof it the right way. Tell me about your operation a little bit. You said you've got two other guys. If somebody books an event, are all three of you guys going to the event, or does it depend on the event? Is you know How does the, um, the performance, it's like a performance almost. Yep. Depending on the size. So um, if it gets big, we did a wedding. So we had, um, I think, seven people because we cooked everything on site, which is absolutely nuts uh, when you really think about it. We did a whole lamb. Like We got up there at 7 o'clock. We put it on a spit. We roasted it at the wedding venue. Like, it's pretty crazy. That's badass. And then we did all the <laughs> potatoes. We did every all the Greek items we did there. The Greek charcuterie board, everything is done on site. That's kind of our stick, you know. Cool. Like, so that way, you know, you know you're getting your – not that catering is bad, but sometimes that carryover from somewhere else, yeah. you lose something, you know. But since it's right there, and if something needs to get adjusted on the fly, I think we had one person that had a shellfish allergy, so we cleaned off one of the grills, pushed it to the side, and made all their food, their whole plate separate. One had a gluten allergy, same thing. We just cleaned off one of the grills, put it to the side, and we cooked everything without anything with gluten in it. You know? So the difference between the service that you're bringing and a catering company is the on-site cooking. That exp- It's an experience. You know, people get to see it. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And you get to interact with the people on-site as well. Yes, we get a lot of questions about food, and we love food, so we love <laughs> to talk about it. You, 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 you know, we have guys who've been cooking forever, you know, because a lot of times we come and, you know, one of the graduations, the guy's like, hey, I usually cook, but I'm yeah. so glad that I can enjoy my son's graduation. And then they start asking, so on the flat top, do you like the, the, the flat top or do you like the, the gas the grill? I like the flat top because when you put all that stuff on it, it sears the coating on, you know. They're like, oh, I never thought of that, you know, or, you know, like, this, is Blackstone really that good? You know, so it's it's fun to share knowledge with them. And then I've, I've also gotten a couple of recipes from some guys who's like, man, your food's so good, but I want you to try my shrimp, okay? And they'll give it to me, and I'll try. I'm like, man, this is really good. You know, so it's, it's food is a way that all of us connect. You know, that first quote was pretty amazing because it's the truth. Yeah. Like, you know, for all of us, from wherever we're from, we all associate where we grow up with food that we've had from our mothers, from our culture, from where we grew up at, and it, it just builds on that. And then when we get to share it, yeah, that's another great feeling. Yeah, I always wonder, I wonder how many chefs Anthony Bourdain birthed, you know, yeah. after all, like, everybody's like, I want to be like that guy. He, uh, and it may be my opinion, but he single-handedly changed the food culture beginning in America, because if you look at between the 80s to, like, the early 90s, it was not saying that they're bad, but it was a lot of fast food. It was a lot of, like, chilies, Applebee's. He went to these other countries and showed people, this is what you should be eating. These people are making great food yeah. out of the back of their kitchen, and it's not processed. It's fresh. And so if you look at the culture of what we're expecting to eat now and all these restaurants that we have, these small businesses where they're doing that fresh food, that it's not just a pre-make it package that they're getting from Cisco or something like that. I'm not saying that any of these companies are bad, too. That's still like a place for all of You can of be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but the creativities for us in general got to be bigger. You know, we got to actually like make stuff. Like you see a lot of these restaurants now in, you know, some of the cities I came from Atlanta, you know, honestly, 
you got to be good. Like, <laughs> if you're not. Oh, it's competitive? A, yeah, Charlotte, too. Now Charlotte's got a lot of great, like, little food halls, little places. That I'm blown yeah. away. I was here nine years ago. I came back, and unbelievable how much it's changed. Like how Here in, far, Col- here in like, Columbia, Lexington area? Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, I, yeah, yeah. this is Charlotte. So just their, their whole food culture and change. Like, they have a food, food hall that's 75%, like, almost reminds me of, like, an Asian market. Like they have all these little fresh little stalls that you can get like udon, you can get um, fresh made dumplings, you can get bento boxes, you can get uh, Korean food, which is kimchi, which is my, like I was like, oh, I'm going to order this. And I was like, yeah, this is actually really good, you know, it's, yeah. it's all made there. And it's, it's great to see that in our culture as now, like we are getting so much into getting better food. And that's where, you know, a lot of the basis of what we need to live healthier lives with. Tell me if I'm um, on the right path here, because the way I'm thinking about this, it's almost like the front of the house and the back of the house, like at a restaurant, have kind of just smushed together. You're like a bartender, but instead of drinks, <laughs> you're, you're throwing out chicken and stuff. So, the great thing is that as hibachi chef, I was already doing that. You already doing that. Now, the two guys I brought on, they had to learn a little bit more, but Adam is like... Um, just everybody's best friend. Yeah. And Caleb, um, he graduated from the Cordon Bleu in Thailand. So he has such a great depth of knowledge that wow. people just love to like kind of thing. And, he, and he's got a great personal personality too. Um, but like I said, it's just, like you said, it's a mixture of the two. But we are doing something that we love now. And yeah. you can see it in all our food. You can, you can hear it in their voices. You can see the excitement whenever I'm like, hey, I got an event for you. And this one's going to be wild. So you yeah. ready? And they're like, yeah, we're ready. Heck yeah. Let me ask you this. The operation you have, what's the smallest size? What would be an example of one of the smaller sized events you've had? Like, I mean, the amount of people, 10? Two. The only issue is we don't have a minimum people. We have a minimum price. Okay. So we have to keep it uh, very, so it's going to be a little more expensive. So I always say, if you have two, try to get four because two and four are about the same price. Yeah. So at four, Perfect, almost. Um, and we've done a lot of two ones. So um, you can do those like close, intimate dinner settings, and you can also do the wedding. You know, whichever in between. That's crazy that you can do both, and you're doing so much all at once. So we usually do um, our our normal size is from like six to twenty. Okay. That is like our 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 bread and butter. The twos are usually like we had one lady who they just had a baby and they didn't want to go out. Like this was a little bit after like when everything after COVID kind of finally died last summer. Um, so they didn't want to go out. So um, their mom bought them a personal dinner from us, and we went over there and we cooked a lot of, uh, you know, food for them and made sushi. Um, so those do, but usually it's between 6 and 20 is usually the number that we get. That's our bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Let's talk about service area. I know that you guys recently have expanded into this market. So tell me, like, where will you go around the Midlands area? So we do a two-hour circle. I've been down here a couple of times already. Actually, since I've joined uh, you guys. B&I. Rock and I, did, I didn't know if I was allowed to say that. So uh, <laughs> B&I. It's a big secret. Um, so I think um, some of you guys have may have been sharing or like the posts that I make. Yeah, yeah. So um, I actually have one in Lexington on Saturday already. Oh, wow. Uh, one in Columbia and one in Lancaster. Because um, all those, you know, Lancaster's a little higher up, but all those are from, I think, from just... It being cause on Facebook, I think the more you share, the more people like it, the more it puts it up. So people yeah. see it and they have been booking. But we do a two-hour circle, and I've wanted us two and a half hours, um, as far as three hours. That on that we just have to tra- charge a little, uh, charge a little travel cost. 
Um, the further ones out, we always tell people, like, if you got six people, we probably won't be able to do it. You need to find more friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like have, have like uh, 12 <laughs> to 15 people. So that way it makes sense for us monetarily. That's funny. You guys say, hey, do you know anybody else? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you need to make more friends if you want us to come out there. That's two hours and 40 minutes away. Well, um, what advice would you give to somebody who's interested in getting into the, the food and beverage? Do it. <laughs> um, I am not a jumper. Uh, Ricky, the guy who started this, was like, man, if you're going to just do it, do it. What's the, mo- what's the worst that can happen? You fail? Come back and work for me? And... Uh, I jumped and didn't look back and just thought in my whole head, like I had been thinking about doing stuff like this for years. Yeah. I just didn't do it. Like people will give you advice, ask questions, um, just do it. You know, if you fail, um, go back and start again. It's cool. I love that. The advice is don't think about it. Sometimes that is what you need to hear. <laughs> Quit weighing the options and just keep moving. Beautiful. Where can we find you? Oh. Uh, like if somebody's interested, a customer's like, how do I book? Where do they got to go? GringoNinja.com, um, and that'll have all of the cuisines we do on the reservation tab. Also, too, please, I always want everyone to remember that uh, we are personal chef service, so if there's something on there that you don't see or if you want us to adjust stuff, um, like all of us will easily tailor a menu to you. Like one of our sayings is don't be at the mercy of a menu. Awesome. Any final message you'd like for the, the viewers? Um, do it. Do it. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Midlands, man. It's good to have you here. All right. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. Many thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow and click the bell to stay up to date on future episodes or click the link to watch another previous episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and please leave us a comment. We'd love to hear your feedback.